0: All year, I dream about gaming conventions.
1: Welcome, everyone, to All Year, I Dream About Gaming Conventions, the podcast you didn't know you needed about Gen Con, Origins Game Fair, Hacks Unplugged, and beyond. I'm your host, Quarex. And I'm your other host, Ben. Welcome back, dreamers. Thank you, everyone who's listened so far. Whether you've listened through Acast, downloaded our show on a podcatcher, interacted with us on social media and hey can you do us a favor and click like and subscribe on your podcast or social media we're gonna make it worth your while
0: smash that subscribe button
1: you've lived your whole life to say that haven't you quarex
0: yeah basically that's i mean that's all there is to life anymore
1: We're back with another episode on some tips and tricks. Just ahead of Gen Con, it's making a list on what you're going to pack. We're going to walk you through the process, helpfully providing you with some tips and tricks. This is going to be applicable to any convention, given the fact that it is less than three weeks to Gen Con at the time we're recording. There's going to be a definite Gen Con flavor to it, but certainly it should be applicable to anything. As we're going through this, we are making our list, and we're going to post this to our social media. You can find it on our link tree that's mentioned at the end of the episode. So the first critical issue when making your list is the space consideration that you have when it comes to the amount of stuff that you can actually take to the convention. And typically you have one of a couple options for travel. A lot of people fly. Some people drive. I've got a buddy actually who likes to take the train from Philadelphia, um, which is uh, which is another thing that I had not thought about. Uh, but Quarex, what do you do? I almost always drive in. I fly. I'm about 13 hours away by car from Indianapolis. Unless it's about a, within about a four-hour drive to get to the convention, I am probably going to look at getting onto a plane to go there. Your first determination is what checked bags you're going to get and how much it's going to cost you if you don't get free checked bags. When you fly Southwest, you get two free checked bags. So if I know I'm traveling and I'm traveling with a bunch of stuff, it doesn't make sense for me not to fly Southwest if I can help it. Certainly other airlines will have different options. Fairly commonly, there's no free checked bags, but you'll be able to pay for a certain amount of checked bags. Other airlines that perhaps rhyme with Lirit may charge you for literally everything, especially in those cases. You want to make sure that you are packing efficiently because if they're going to nickel and dime you for everything you're bringing to the convention. You want to make sure that it's going to be worth it. Additionally, you'll typically get a carry-on, except for, I think, in the case of Learit, who will still charge you for that carry-on. Regardless of the amount of stuff that you bring into the convention with you into the airport, you got to figure out how to get that to your hotel room. So it may not make sense to pack two huge suitcases, as well as your carry-on, as well as your personal item, if you're going to struggle to figure out how to get to your hotel. Especially if you have to take, like, at one of the bigger Ubers and pay through the nose and wait a while. Take that into consideration. Just because you can pack it doesn't mean you necessarily need to
0: pack it. That makes sense. The interesting thing for me, you know, always driving, and I know this has happened to at least someone listening, you look at your trunk and you think, oh, no, nothing's going to fit in here. Then you start loading it and you're like, oh, oh, wow, so much stuff that you can put. You put it up here and it kind of goes behind this part. Oh, that's amazing. And then you get towards the front and you're counting on this magic continuing. Then you discover that the trunk lid magically prevents you from shutting the trunk when you packed in what appears to be a reasonable amount of stuff. It's always something like big up at the front that you absolutely have to bring with you. And you suddenly realize you have to repack the entire trunk.
1: You got to play a whole new game of Tetris in order to get your trunk filled up.
0: Packing the interior is similarly challenging because you really want to make sure if you're putting something in the back seat, especially, it is malleable because the moment you've blocked the rear view of your car is a very bad moment. If you can't, like, squish something down so you can actually see out the back, you're, you're going to have a bad time. Korex,
1: question for you. Do you ever sometimes travel with other people, and how does that affect your ability to, to pack what you want?
0: It's kind of funny, honestly, because it seems like everyone you know will bring just a tiny amount of stuff, basically a single handbag, and then somehow they show up with all this luggage and, like, clothes and, like, as much stuff as you have or even more. So suddenly, no matter who is driving and what size vehicle they have, if you have, you know, enough people to fill all the seats in the car, you're going to run out of space if you're all going to a convention together. That's pretty much just how it works. I think actually the real pro move is to decide, could you guys not bring snacks? Maybe I'll bring the snacks this year, because as we know, food can take up a lot of space if you're not thinking about it. Food can
1: also be bought somewhere else as well.
0: Similarly, even though it's perhaps less of a logistical issue getting all this stuff to your hotel room than if you are flying in and you have to have someone else purely get it all there for you, some places have garages that are not super accessible from the room or even you're going to end up being stuck in valet parking depending on which hotel you're at. At a garage, fine. You could make several trips if you need to. It can be annoying, but it's not a huge deal. Valet, oh boy, that is infinitely annoying as anyone who's ever done valet parking can attest to. If you have to unload all your stuff currently, side before you check in you are going to need at least one and perhaps the entire supply at the hotel of those luggage cart things
1: when it comes to packing for conventions if you're not thinking about this stuff beforehand you're going to think all about coulda not about shoulda and you're going to have a heck of a time just trying to get around so take take that into account
0: Not just coulda or shoulda, but must is this next category of stuff you need to bring because you can't just swing by and pick up a new copy of these once you get there. That would be your Your badge. badge. You do need your badge, especially if you're bringing it instead of having it picked up there. Your ID. You need your credit Credit card or your debit card. card. You need your Your game game tickets. tickets. You need your Your medicine medicine and medical medical devices. devices. Everyone has at least one CPAP these days. It's just the way of things. Each individual person may have some one or two different things that they absolutely must have. You probably know what those are if they're yours.
1: Make sure you pack them first. After everything you have to pack, next thing probably should be on the list, but is something that you can purchase at your location is clothing. I sometimes will travel and I will have forgotten to bring something. The last time I went on a business trip, I packed half the amount of boxer shorts that I needed to. And the first day I was there, I had to go to Walmart and purchase boxer shorts. I'll go to my in-laws and I'll forget to pack a dress shirt and I'll have to go out in the middle of the afternoon and get a dress shirt before whatever fancy event that You can buy clothing when you're there, it's annoying when you've already got it at home in most cases. So we want to keep in mind what the weather's going to be like. For Gen Con, four of our mind, can be, you know, mid to high 80s probably in in Indianapolis when we arrive. So we want to make sure we have warm weather clothing. We want to have shorts. We want to have t-shirts. We want to have stuff that keeps us from sweating, from stinking. At the same time, we do want to make sure we have some amount of cooler weather clothes as well, because the AC is going to be pumping inside. And if you are sitting by one of those vents, you may be downwind of like 50 degree temperatures. And maybe you want to have a hoodie around. Around for this sort of thing, I, I can't not harp on this. I think folks who've listened previously will hear it. You, know, you want to have good shoes, you want to be able to walk around. I went to a wedding of a Gen Con friend four years ago and I forgot my dress shoes. Well, so I bought brand new dress shoes ahead of the wedding and then I walked a mile and a half to, from the hotel to the wedding location and walked around. And by the time I got back, I really could not walk around get good shoes break them in you you know you're going to be walking around whatever convention you're doing probably better part of the day another thing sleepwear especially if you've got other folks in your room you want to make sure you have something resembling maybe you don't have to show up with pajamas but sleeping in a pair of boxer shorts and no t-shirt might make somebody not particularly comfortable
0: When I first saw that we were going to talk about this, I was like, why would you? Oh, like those times that there's somebody we don't know in our room, which happens more often than makes any sense to me, honestly. And I'm always like, huh, my choices of how to appear are fully dressed or inappropriately dressed and wish I had some sort of in-between sleepwear. Generally, my vibe is that I pack like I'm going to fall into at least two puddles of mud a day. And I'm trying to cut that down to assume a maximum of 0.5 puddles per day, or PPD as I'm going to call it from now on.
1: certainly want to pack some spare clothing. You may not need to worry as much about it as perhaps Quarex does. There's a dealer hall in most cases, there are t-shirt vendors that are around. If you're concerned about falling into too many puddles, you may be buying a shirt already. Be, sens- be be a little more sensitive about this if your skin is sensitive to putting on, you know, unwashed clothing. Uh, certainly there are some folks who, who may, may react poorly to that, but certainly there's an opportunity if you need to get clothing that you may be able to get a t-shirt.
0: There's no shortage of clothing around in the convention, or for that matter, as sort of we hinted at earlier, there's also no shortage of food and snacks at the convention. But if you're going to bring some... When, when I think about packing food, specifically, I think I'm going to get as dense an amount of food as possible in a small space so that I don't, in fact, fill up my car entirely with, like, bags half full of air and half full of Tostitos or whatever. I will always bring, in sort of the real food category, like a container of salad greens and a loaf of bread and... You're pretty much halfway to a solid assortment of like pretty good sandwiches and of course salads, especially if you took our advice from the other episode to bring your packet drawer. You can do a lot of stuff with just, you know, bread and salad greens, especially if you brought some sort of meat product. Which actually brings me to the snack category, stuff you actually would want to bring with you to the convention if you want to keep yourself from having to go get too many meals. You want to look at all four of the road trip food groups, yeah, the granola, jerky, hostess fruit pies with tender crust and real fruit filling and a big delight in every bite, Sponsor's Hostess! and chips ending in Ito. That's pretty much going to get you covered if you cover all four of those categories. I hear that some people like drinking things. Me? I'm a chocolate milk man. Myself. Coffee. Occasionally. Go to the gas station and find something that looks like it's for children. I might pick one of those up. You
1: seem like a Yoo-Hoo.
0: You know, Mint yoo was actually pretty solid. I don't think they make that anymore. Or if they do, they don't have it where I, where I haunt.
1: Drinks, in addition to some of those things as well, you want to think about just having either a water bottle or some bottled water around. Uh, You may want to have some of the sugary uh, sports drinks uh, to make sure you stay well hydrated. And then also... There's various drinks of adult varieties that you can also spend some time getting. You can either choose to bring it in if it's not available uh, around the convention or you don't want to mess around with it. Or there's a thriving craft brewery scene and craft distillery scene around Indianapolis. You can, especially if you have a day, you can you can check out some of the places and get some stuff to bring back to your hotel so you don't have to pay high velocity prices for cans of beer. So when it comes to food and snacks, you want to try to think about how it impacts the amount of stuff you're bringing with you. You know, what stuff you can bring on, especially if you don't have a checked bag, what stuff needs to be checked. You know, what, what can you get at the convention? What can you spend an hour getting out to Kroger so you don't have to worry about it getting there? You don't have to bring it with you. There's certainly a benefit to that as well. Supplies and toiletries, I got to say that this whole section needs to be prefaced that dollar stores, family dollars, discount stores are great for conventions because you're able to get a lot of stuff that's reusable. It will stand up to a convention's worth of wear and tear, but you also don't feel bad about throwing out at the end. You can get plastic cutlery and disposable plates, which make it really easy to, to eat food. You're also able to get food preparation items if you're getting salad, like work suggested you can get a salad bowl for like a dollar or two and some tongs to go along with it you can get a cutting board you can get a knife you can get tongs to use with your form and grill you're also able to get a lot of stuff there that tends to be pretty inexpensive and pretty helpful yeah you know, you're able to get travel size deodorant toothbrush toothpaste a lot of other stuff you can rely on at the hotel you may want
0: speaking of deodorant if you are going to be wearing anything with the scent be it cologne perfume or aftershave. Do people still wear aftershave? Just keep in mind that there are people out there who are very sensitive to scents. I have, I think, two exes who get migraines if they are exposed to anything particularly scented. Antiperspirant and deodorant, in my experience, are fine, but anything that is intended to be smelled from across a room, yeah, you might have some complaints. So, you know, just take it easy.
1: It may be nice for the people sitting around the table with you that you look at getting something that's not quite as scented.
0: I just kind of forgot that that wasn't incredibly common until we were talking about this. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's an unusual thing." I, of course, should talk about bringing electronics because I am a computer. Quarex is a robot. Hello. I I will surprise surprise everyone everyone by saying I actually do not pack a laptop, despite the fact every time I leave my house for more than a single day, I always bring my laptop. If you do, that's fine. For me, if I'm using my laptop during Gen Con, something has probably gone terribly wrong and I'm missing out on something else that I should really be doing at the convention center.
1: I bring my work laptop with me because in my role, paid time off is kind of pretend time off also say this, like, one of us probably ought to have a way to prepare some content when we're at these conventions we're attending, right?
0: Well, okay, so for the first time ever, yes, I actually should bring my laptop for actual Gen Con reasons, so uh, I'll think about it. I might, I might. But what I definitely bring every time is a bunch of stuff, assuming my computer and my phone will fall into at least two puddles a day. I think I have three USB-C chargers between my various bags, two battery power packs. To be fair, uh, one I did lose for a while, so I thought I had to have a replacement, but I have them both back now. And at least one set of headphones. Although, as I said, there's that cell place in the mall. You can get a new headphones if you don't remember yours Or, or your headset. Oh, yeah. A headset. Perfect. Because we know everyone listening to this is also going to start a podcast, which that's good. Please do.
1: They can do a meta podcast where they comment about all the things we've forgotten about Gen Con. Oh, that'd be awesome. I love it. We're waiting on you, dreamers. We're waiting for that day. You know, we're also going to a gaming convention, so we probably need to bring some games along with us. For me, there's sort of three categories of stuff that I bring that is game related. I'm going to bring the stuff I need to run, like if it's a monster manual or other hardback books, I'm going to try to limit the amount that I have to what I actually need. I'm also gonna print out material and I'm gonna stick them into Manila Envelope. So if I have the adventure that I'm going to be running, I'm going to print that out and stick it in a Manila Envelope along with any pre-generated characters or other material that I need to hand out. That way, it's all together, and I've checked it ahead of time. And then sometimes I'll bring stuff that I think I can get people to play. Last year, I brought a game. It was printed out. It was called, You You and Your your Friends friends Have have Turned turned Into Bears, bears, and the the only way to to turn turn back back to to normal is to to do do all these odd jobs jobs around around town. town. (laughs) One thing that I will say is I I tend not to bring board games with me. I will play board games at conventions. Oftentimes, whoever is super excited to play the board game already has it. So I may buy a board game while at Gen Con. I almost never bring a board game along with me.
0: That makes sense. I, for space considerations and logistics considerations, I basically just bring dice at this point. My first year, I'm almost positive I brought my second edition Dungeons and Dragons player's handbook and was sitting there staring at it in my bag every day as I walked around the hall like, what did I think that I was going to need this for? I basically have it memorized anyway and, you know, it's just adding weight to me at this point. I do always bring, like, one random small card game. What was it? I, I kept bringing Geeks the Convention, I think is what it was called. I've also got Le Beard or Your Friend is Sad, a game very few people have ever seen or heard of. Uh, is really my jam, because if it's something other people have heard of, they probably brought it, you know, in their trunk full of games they bring into a convention for some reason.
1: So we talked about a bunch of things and there's there we have a catch all category other items where there are things that just don't cleanly fall into these other categories for me this includes the badge holder that I have where I keep my badge and my tickets so I can flash it at people uh, is something Uh there's there's some other religious paraphernalia that I bring along with myself
0: as well. I bring paraphernalia but it's of the Mardi Gras dice bead necklace paraphernalia type that I've picked up over the years three different sizes I would happily take four or five if you know someone has different sizes i don't have tape because believe it or not you're gonna find a use for tape travel toilet paper if you make the mistake of going to the bathroom near the exhibit hall you very well may need it safer just to not do that and i do bring bright ridiculous shoelaces to go with my bright ridiculous socks because if you can't bring out your nicest matching clothes at a gaming convention i mean when can you
1: you have a special category don't you
0: I'm nothing but special categories. I suspect you mean the fact that my trunk is going to be entirely full of things I'm selling at the auction, which
1: an auction. Pray tell tell more.
0: Oh my gosh, it's my favorite part of Gen Con. I love it because it's the place you find the best deals at the convention, guaranteed, as long as you're not looking for literally something that just came out, like, this year. It's also a great way to toss all of your old stuff at the void and have money come flying back at you. It's a crowd of people that are into stuff you're into. If you bought it at some point, there's a very good chance someone else will buy it now.
1: Quarix, what's the deadline to put things in for the auction?
0: Sunday, July 23rd, which, at the time you're hearing this, is hopefully still coming up instead of having already passed. If
1: people want to check out the auction, where can they
0: find it? They can find it at livegameauctions.com.
1: So this episode run a little long, but lastly, you want to try to think about what you're bringing back. You're bringing a bunch of stuff. You're probably doing a lot of capitalism in the dealer hall. You need to figure out your exfiltration strategy for everything. So typically for me, I anticipate that the food that I am eating is going to be replaced with things I have bought. You want to make sure that you can bring stuff back without having to pay more for yet more bags. Also, consider what's on your list before you start packing. So the uh, saying goes, measure twice, pack once. We've put together our list. We're going to be posting them to social media around the time this episode drops. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram, whatever other social media site we have. It's on our link tree, linktr.ee slash conventions dreamers we want to hear from you uh, what you think we should pack what we've missed let us know because you can help improve us iron sharpens iron dreamers it looks like we're on a weekly release schedule ahead of gen con
0: yeah and next week we have a very special episode on sleep wait the legendary doom metal band is coming to gen con (sighs) essentially no one will get that joke ben Greetings from the end of the episode, weary traveler. Perhaps you would like to examine my social media wares. All gathered at linktur.ee slash dreamaboutgamingconventions. We sell everything from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube. Soon we may have whatever tip jar the kids are using these days. All music for this episode was composed by Quarex.
1: smoker excerpt by YouTube user Jimmy Jam 2.
0: All editing for this episode was by Ben.